Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being with us. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, A lot of heavy-duty stuff today to get into. So we thought we'd start with something a little bit lighter. Hmm. Um, And there's a picture of uh, Elizabeth Warren's dad standing next to a garbage can. Uh, Liz tweeted this out the other day, probably on Father's Day. She said, whatever I did, my daddy believed in me. He said, that's my Betsy. So she tweeted this photo out, and uh, somebody replied, uh, that's a great picture of you two. Oh, no! Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> There's your daddy, and uh, yeah. leaning on a garbage can. Or or his daughter. Liz. Whatever. <clears throat> we don't know. It's inconclusive. <laughs> that's awesome. So great. Well done. Our uh, fearless leader yesterday, who's so great, so very, very good, uh, out on the beach, walking around with his family. His daughter was there, his granddaughter, mm-hmm. and a lot of reporters. And it's just, uh, I guess, a photo op. Let's yeah. let's go, let's go photograph Joe Biden on the beach. Is yeah, would that be exciting? Is it a better photo op than uh, his Saturday bike ride photo op? Because that was uh, that worked out well for him. Right? Yeah, sure did. Ugh. I'm coming. You hear that? I'm coming. And down he goes. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Embarrassing. So uh, somebody seems uh, to know why he diverted his path there because he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't going to go that way, but he did. Uh huh. Well, he, well, I, you know, yesterday he tried to explain the fall. Um, you know, and and I think he's right. I mean, the little toe clip thing got in the way or whatever. But he tried to mm-hmm. play it off. All know, right, whatever. But he's like, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great, yo. I'm feeling great. What happened was, every <laughs> you guys ride bikes. Okay. Well, they have some that have this thing you put your. Yeah, we know. I was getting off the bike. Yeah. It got stuck on the right side. Yeah, we saw. I fell in case you didn't notice. Okay. I fell in case you didn't notice. All right. So why did he divert his path? Yeah, why? why? Why was he there in the first place? Huh. By now, you may have seen this clip of Joe Biden. <laughs> falling off of his bicycle rather unceremoniously. And if you guess that the reason was because a small uh. child was in the crowd, you'd be right. <laughs> that was my now, guess! yesterday I actually put out a tweet about that before any of this other footage came out, wondering why exactly was Joe stopping? And it turns out that I was correct. There was a kid in the crowd. Now, normally at this part in their ride, the mm-hmm. Bidens will peel off to the right, follow the bike path there. So, and as you can see from these other photos, they've done that. And you can see in the video from yesterday, Jill Biden wearing that magenta jacket. She's going off to the right, but not Joe. Joe makes a slight steering correction and heads straight towards someone he sees in the crowd. And here's a clip from afterwards. You can see as Joe gets up, he starts talking to someone, bending down, talking to someone in the crowd. Now, 
There's no wheelchair there, and Robert Reich is nowhere in the vicinity. And here you can see a ponytail, so we know he's talking to a small girl. And actually, photos surfaced afterwards, showing the two of them together. So I don't know what they were discussing that was so important that Joe had to stop. Maybe it was inflation, uh, price of gas, situation in Ukraine, the open border, fall of the American economy, Uh or perhaps just he needs to know what type of shampoo she was using. So there it is. Joe Biden crashed yesterday because he was so excited to see a small girl in the crowd that he couldn't remember how to get his feet out of the pedals. <laughs> okay. Nice job by Brick Suit on that. Yeah. <laughs> so there it is. You, you That's know, what happened. Jill is yelling, turn, 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 because she doesn't trust him to, well, mm-hmm. to walk down the hall. Oh, because she, she yeah. knows he's a moron. Mm-hmm. He's freaking brain dead. She yeah. knows that. Mm-hmm. She's as hideous as he is. But there was a little girl there. Yep. And he had to go sniff her. Shocker. Mm. Don't sniff him. <laughs> what a surprise. He also, uh, yesterday, as he got out after uh, after falling on his bike, he had to make up for that, I guess, by showing how, how you know, in, f- in shape he is, how fit he is <laughs> by walking on the beach with his family. Yeah. So... One of the reporters in in the crowd was asking him about the recession and whether or not it's inevitable. And you know, as well as I do, that pisses him off. And he was legitimately pissed mm-hmm. at this reporter for daring to ask. How dare you ask me that? I, I, I probably... even more likely than ever. Not Wait. the majority of them aren't saying that. Come on, don't make things up, okay? Now you oh, sound please. like a Republican politician. I'm joking. That was a joke. No, you weren't aside. joking. No, I don't think it is. You're an a-hole. You're an old, crotchety a-hole. Yeah. And you weren't joking. Yeah, she asked him, she said uh, <laughs> something to the effect of, you know, um, a lot of economists are saying that uh, they're forecasting a recession. The majority aren't saying that. No, come on. Okay, well. Don't make things up. 44%. Don't, don't make things up? Uh, that's all he does <laughs> is make things up. Listen to this from his ridiculous spokesperson yesterday. What we're trying to say, what I'm trying to say to you, is that the economy is in a better place than it has been historically. Where are they getting that? What what are you talking about? The economy is in a better place than it has been historically? (laughs) What? What in the hell are you talking about? What we're trying to say... I know you're trying to say that. We got it. The economy is in a better place than it has been historically. No. And so we feel here at this administration and other experts as well Uh, is that we feel mm. that we are in a good position Mm. to take on inflation. Okay, so they they feel like they're in a good place to take on inflation. Based on what? But why do you need a staging ground? Just take it on. Right. What are you waiting for? It right. sucks. Do it. <laughs> if and you're in such a great place, yeah. fix it. And I would say that that 44% number is just because the other 56% of economists haven't made their predictions yet. Yeah. I'd say once everybody gets yeah. around to making their predictions, uh, we might have 100% forecasting a recession. <sighs> So yeah, so he went after that reporter, but he he wasn't necessarily on the beach, uh, you know, just to show himself off and all that stuff. 
I think he heard there was a little girl there as well. And, of course, he found her. My goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah, somebody added the sniffing <laughs> sound effect. There you go. Joe Biden. Uh, so weird. He's got a, a radar Everywhere he for goes. little girls. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, gross. Ugh. Well, and he showered with his own little girl. <laughs> Who knows at what age? Probably all ages. There is an unconfirmed report, since you bring up the shower thing, mm-hmm. that when the family was trying to get him to, come on, all right, stop hanging out with the press and all this stuff. <laughs> I have not confirmed this, but if it's just a joke, then it's funny. Apparently, Ashley Biden was there and said, all right, Dad, let's go. Time to hit the showers. I have not confirmed that. It may just be a funny line, but I saw it in multiple places, but I can't find audio. <clears throat> huh. I'd love to <laughs> love to hear that. Uh, she did try to get him yeah. away from everybody. Right. She was trying to get him uh, away from the reporters, especially. She didn't want him talking to reporters. They're trying to protect him, and he won't let him most of the time. Most of the time, he does what he wants. I mean, he's the president. He can. Uh, But, you know, his handlers are trying to protect him from all of this. From falling off of his bike, from sniffing little girls, from the stupid answers he gives. (laughs) From being crotchety like he is. So he has to say, I'm I'm joking. Mm -hmm. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, No, you're not joking. And everybody knows it. It's been less than a year and a half of this presidency. But more than two and a half years of this guy? Really? Okay. Good yeah. Luck. It's it's going to be hard. It's already been hard. And it's going to be a lot harder. Uh, and if things go the way it's starting to look like they're going to go, uh, he will go down in history as absolutely the worst president in the history of the United States of America. Well, at least, you know... Uh, uh, you know, some consider Jimmy Carter to be the worst. Yeah. I think it's Barack Obama. Me too. But uh, some consider Jimmy Carter. I'm glad Jimmy Carter's still around to see Joe Biden. So now he can... Uh, he can relax. He can leave this earth he knowing he is not even in contention for right. the worst president of the United not States. Not anymore. <laughs> he, at worst, he's third right, now. Right, right. At worst. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got to be really happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> he can continue to raise those peanuts... Uh, you know, and... Build houses. Build homes. Yeah. It's great. I don't know if he's swinging a hammer these days, though. Probably not. Oh, well. I'm guessing no. Meanwhile, over on CNN, uh, the, Joe Biden's mental state at least came up as a topic of conversation with huh. one of their guests. Okay. Mark Leibovich, you know, top writer for The Atlantic, saying Biden should not run for re-election. It's not just Sean Hannity talking about Biden's age. It's The Atlantic mm. magazine. That's right. And and mm-hmm. it was an outstanding piece by Mark. Without taking a stand on whether he's too old to run for re-election, let me just uh, run through what's true, what's false, and oh, what okay. gets what, conflated. That what's true is the presidency's a hugely taxing job, mentally and physically, and Joe mm-hmm. Biden is old. Uh, he <laughs> doesn't talk or walk as smoothly as he once did. Uh, that uh, uh, suggests challenges, and when you get into your 80s, which he's about to do, the risk of health problems uh, mm-hmm. grows with every year. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, what's false is that he is not capable of doing the job right now or he's Bull not crap, mentally um, in tune with the demands of the job. Anybody, <laughs> any aide who this engages with me. him or reporters, we can see uh-huh. this. The gears of his mind are working. Uh, that is uh, <laughs> Pause it for an a issue second. Uh, pushed by... Uh, we've seen a million times they're not. That the 
opposite is true. The gears in his mind are jammed. <laughs> they can't move anymore. They're grinding to a halt. Yeah. <laughs> now, do his aides always, I can barely keep up with him. He's so active. He's so spry. I can barely, I'm only 26, and I can barely keep up with bull crap. Shut Of course they're going to say that. They work for the guy. They're covering for him. <laughs> well, his aides say and people in his administration say that he's fine. Oh, okay. Let's uh, let's take that right to the bank. How ridiculous. How naive. Mm-hmm. Well, were you born yesterday? Come on now. The gears of his mind. <laughs> the gears of his mind need some WD-40, and even <laughs> yeah. that's not going to help. Uh, not at this point. What else did he have to say? We can see this. The gears of his mind are working. Uh, no. That is, no. Uh, that's an issue uh, mm-hmm. pushed by uh, uh, right-wing media, but it's not correct. You're kidding me. It's, it's not, not correct. correct. Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay. Look how active he is. Yeah, look at that. That's proof positive Ooh. right there. Look at that man run for the ice cream truck. <laughs> oh. I love that he's tried to prove yeah. uh, something by jogging like that. <laughs> what, what did that prove? Come on. Stick to the bike. Well, oh, wait. No, don't do that. No, yeah. That didn't go well. Ugh. Oh, boy. So he's perfectly fine. And by the way, that whole Atlantic and CNN conversation was about his age. I don't care if he's 130 years old. Uh, right. If he is good at the job and he can handle it, fine. This guy can't handle it. No, he cannot. At all. I mean, I've seen 95-year-olds who are completely together mentally. I mean, as sharp as they were when they were 20 years old. So it's not a factor of age necessarily. That I mean, it obviously is going to be a contributor. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, he's got dementia of some kind. He can't get through a day without screwing things up. And I, you know, can he function once in a while? Yeah, he can. Probably due to whatever medication they've got him on. Yeah. But the fact is, we see over and over again, he's not capable of doing this job. How many times have they had to walk back statements that he's made that bring us to the brink of war with Russia, for one thing? I mean, the guy has had to have his aides jump in and take things back and smooth things over a hundred times. He's not fit for this job. Man, do they, I mean, to the detriment of the country, they will defend this guy. Come on, be objective. Look at, he's the president of the United States. You got to look with a more critical eye than that. Well, yeah, they'd say he's fine, so he's fine. (laughs) What kind of moron are you? Uh, of I mean, course, they'd say that. That guest, I mean, that was just a desperate moment. Of yeah, like, no, yeah, he's it was. fine. He's he's fine. Every, I mean, just ask people. They say he's fine. So As Jen Saki, she'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, KJP, she'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kamala Harris will tell you she can't keep up with him too. Will she? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you can't count on her. <laughs> yeah. She might be the one to be like, dude, he is gone. Oh, he's gone. Yeah. Twenty fifth Amendment time. <laughs> I mean, that's just. That's just me, Kamala Harris. Yeah, that's not that. That's not because I'm vice president right. and would move into his position. Right. It's not because I stand to gain. That's just I'm being objective <laughs> and saying that I think we need to invoke yeah. the 25th Amendment. He's gone. He's he's virtually brain dead.
Oh, wait, I become president if we get rid of him? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Hadn't occurred to me. Huh. Let me tell you about uh, uh, DHS. Now the DHS has created a department designed to combat disinformation, the Department of Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. We have to wonder what's next. I mean, free speech is under attack. Uh, every, every one of our freedoms, really, are under attack right now. That's why I'm proud to support Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider, and they are passionate about free speech and your constitutional rights. They offer the same nationwide coverage, of course. They're on all the same uh, towers as the major carriers. So you get the same great service, plus the peace of mind that your money is combating the left's attempt to silence you. And you know that you're not funding AT&T and Verizon's efforts to subvert everything you hold dear. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer support. They share your values. They support organizations fighting for religious freedom, for constitutional rights, for the sanctity of life, and our veteran and first responders. So please, go to patriotmobile.com slash pat today, or call 972-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation when you use the offer code PAT. Veterans and first responders will save even more. So make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Pat or 972-PATRIOT. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. How about the damning evidence that they're turning up at the uh, January 6th commission? Hoo-wee. <laughs> Oof. Oh, yeah. There's another one today, right? Yeah. 21st. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, it's the 21st already. Wow. But, first day of summer. Man, they have churned up some stuff so far. I just didn't see coming. Mm. Did you? I. <laughs> what a barn burning commission this has been. Yeah. <clears throat> now, how do you feel about the day democracy almost died? Well, I mean, I went mm-hmm. into it with an open mind. I mm-hmm. thought, let's see the evidence, and maybe I right. will change my tune. We said that from the beginning. All right. Well, if you've got something, show us. Show us this was the day that we came close to losing our, our country. Show it. Uh, they haven't, and they're not going to. Because they got nothing. It was a crowd that got out of hand. They rioted at the uh, Capitol building. And that was it. I mean... <laughs> well, they put their feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Damn them. Right? So... That almost killed democracy so right don't, there. It almost killed democracy. Right. Yeah, don't... And since we don't have a democracy here, it, that was other people's democracy right. it almost killed. Sure. Uh, like Britain, I guess, or France, or whoever else has democracies. <clears throat> we, again, don't. We don't have one of those? No. Okay. No, we don't. Uh, now CNN's Dana Bash is asking Adam Schiff if we might see some witnesses that have a different take than Democrats. Oh, whoa. She really asked that question? Mm. Huh. We've seen a lot of taped testimony from the hundreds, even more, uh, of uh, closed-door testimony that you've done as a committee. But why aren't you calling witnesses in a public way who might challenge the committee? Is that intentional oh. because you don't want to oh. deviate from the storyline that you were trying mm. to present to the public and, of course, potentially to the Justice Department? Uh, no. I mean, we, no. we are interviewing, no. frankly, anyone that has relevant evidence. Uh-huh. We're putting that relevant oh. evidence before the public. 
uh, and sure. we're doing it uh, in a way that uh, mm -hmm. um, is the most uh, cohesive and that we can get across the salient points to the public. So, like, why not subpoena Mike Pence, for example, if he won't? I know you asked him to testify voluntarily. That didn't happen. Um, you know, we're not taking anything off the table in terms of witnesses mm. who have not mm -hmm. yet testified. Um, okay. We would still, I think, like to have Ray several high-profile people come before our committee. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, at the moment, um, at the moment, I, I can't disclose what private conversations oh, may or may not, not be no, going on right. with. I'll with bet. respect to certain individuals, but they're but just about to call there Ray are Epps. Still, sure. key people yeah. we have not interviewed that we would like. And then Mike, Mike Pence, Ray Epps, Mike Pence. Uh, how about Dinesh uh, D'Souza? I'd like to see Dinesh D'Souza. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I like him up there to talk about uh, why people were pissed off in the first place. How about that evidence? Can we get that up there? Or is that a separate? Oh, they're going to get to that hearing later. Yeah, this is January sixth yeah. focus. Right. The, the election. Right. That committee is. Uh, yeah. Next up. Next up. Yeah. You know, though, this is this is fair and impartial. This whole thing, completely fair, completely impartial. They they're just trying to get at the truth here. That's I mean, all they want. It became do. obvious, wasn't it, Jim Jordan, that they uh, said, "No, you can't be on the committee." Yeah. But we'll yeah, yeah. we'll tap these two uh, Republicans. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, with uh, Cheney and what is it, K uh, Ketzinger? Was it Kinzinger? Yeah. So, Adam Kinzinger. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Two upstanding. Hardcore. They want to uh, get to the bottom of it. They want to get to the bottom of this. They stuff, do, and we don't want this happening they do. again. Right. Okay? Right. All right. It's interesting though that they don't, they haven't seemed to find anybody who might have been a Trump supporter to put on the commission, huh? Because Liz Liz Cheney certainly not, and uh, neither is Adam Kinzinger. So, hmm, somebody with a differing point of view. Well, uh, we're looking at uh, just trying to get to the evidence. That's all we're trying to do here. Okay, all right. So I'm guessing we're gonna we're gonna get some uh, some witnesses from the other side really soon. I'm sure. sure they're just lining them all up. They want them to be ready, and then they're gonna march them into that uh, into that commission hearing. We'll get to the bottom of it. Yeah, it's and they're saving safe. that for the primetime special that's gonna end this thing. Oh, yeah. uh, what is that, next week or the well, week after? Well, it was originally scheduled for this Thursday, but I think they've moved that back. I think they did. So Yeah, I think they did. Maybe they couldn't get all the witnesses you know, from both sides <laughs> in at the same time, and so that's why they had to push it back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of flights have been canceled. That's probably what the deal was. Oh, okay. <laughs> what was it, 17,000 flights over the right? weekend? That's, that's, the, that's number. the number I heard yesterday, yeah. 17,000 flights. What? All of a sudden now, there's this gigantic labor shortage with the airlines? Well, in the heat. I mean, the heat. You can't fly in the heat. <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, uh, since Thursday, 32,000 flights have been since uh, delayed. Or canceled. Yeah. Is that what it was? Okay, I think delayed so or canceled. 20,000 yeah. have been canceled. I don't know. These these articles are written ambiguously. So I don't know. Canceled or delayed maybe? It's a lot though. Yeah, it's I a, mean, things are completely screwed up. A lot of people on edge out there. Mm -hmm. And not just in the friendly skies. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we'll show later the truckers, man. God bless you truckers. I don't know how you do it. No, I don't either. I, I just, I don't know how. $1,100 to fill up your tank? Holy mm -hmm. crap. And that's if you can get the right kind of diesel. Right. Oh, it's just help us. So if if you're gonna fly, you're looking at delays or cancellations mm -hmm. of your flight. 
and so you may not get where you're going, at, at least not on time. Uh, and if you if you drive, hmm. you're going to pay. You're going to bend over. You know, it's at least a hundred dollars for most of us to fill up our tanks right now. A hundred bucks, anywhere from seventy to a hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah, to fill up your tank. Yeah, I fill up my truck. It's like around eighty dollars every. Uh, it takes me twice a week, going back and forth from. To work. Yeah, because you're a little farther. Yeah, out so there. like I'll fill up on like mm-hmm. a Monday and then again on a Thursday or Friday. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is a lot of. It's like literally, it's like going to the proctologist twice a week. Yeah. Oh, that would be more pleasant. Mm, yeah, it might even be more painful yeah. than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you look at that at the price on the pump when you're done no. and it's $120.25 it's like uh, i i can't keep doing this Mm-mm. how can i keep doing that's why this i moved in upstairs yeah and i moved in downstairs right. here uh so it's been great <laughs> it's been especially when the air conditioning went out it was really great 92 degrees upstairs yesterday 92 and it was only about 85 uh downstairs mm. so yeah. So it was chilly down here. Oh, burr. Burr. Like, honestly, the only rooms in this building that have air conditioning. Thank heaven. Is the control room for Corby, our this studio one, here, and the TV room for Rob. And, and Glenn's studio. And Glenn's here. studio, yeah. This, and this Glenn's room. not even in it. So yeah, he's in a ranch. Right now, they don't care about Glenn's studio, but <laughs> they normally would. <laughs> Stu probably would have been fine doing the show here <laughs> yeah, in the he hallway would. yesterday with 100 degrees. Yeah, he doesn't mind the heat that much. Not as much as we do, anyway. Oh, yes. Uh, All right. This is interesting. The Navy has fired nearly a dozen officers in leadership positions in less than three months. Don't like it. Including five in one week due to a loss in confidence in their ability to command. You don't suppose they have a different worldview than Joe Biden, do you? I wonder. Hmm. Why would you think that? I... Because uh, that's the kind of douchebag he is. He would get rid of military leaders who are exceptional just because they see things differently than he does. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But I wonder if yeah. it has anything to do with the uh, training videos that they have now. Because I'm telling you. Oh, they've got some great training videos. Bro, I have never felt more unsafe in my life than after watching this Navy training video stuff. Uh, here's what we're talking about. Yes. Check this out. This is what they're Hi, learning in the Navy. My name is Johnny, and I use he/him pronouns. Hi, and I'm Conchi. And I'm pause it for a second. Pause it. Okay, actually, stop and go back to the beginning again. We can't emphasize enough. This is a Navy training video, and it starts out with "Hi, I'm whoever." <laughs> my pronouns well, are he/him. Uh, sure, it's well, it's, it's Johnny. Uh, Johnny Rosan. Okay, and Conchi Vasquez. Uh, and, and my pronouns are he, him. Right. They're with the Naval Undersea Warfare Center. Why do uh, I give a rat's anus about that? Newport. Yeah. Why in the world would I care about mm-hmm. your stupid pronouns? Yeah. When am I ever going to use pronouns in referring to you? When? Yeah. Be, I don't care if they're he, him, they, them. I don't care. Well, you need to go through the training. Yeah. Obviously. And here. Say here there. we go. Hi, my name is Johnny, and I use he, him pronouns. Hi, and I'm Conchi, and I use she, her pronouns. <laughs> and we're here to talk about pronouns. <laughs> what is a pronoun? A 
pronoun is how we identify ourselves apart from our what name. What is a pronoun, and it's really? It's people are referred to as in conversations. Using the right pronouns is a really mm -hmm. simple way to affirm someone's identity. It is a signal of acceptance and respect. If it's a signal of acceptance and respect, how do we go about creating a safe space oh. for everybody? Yeah, in the Navy, how do we create uh, a, a really safe space? A really good way to do that is to use mm -hmm. inclusive language. Inclusive language. Instead Pat. of saying something mm -hmm. like, Talking hey to you. guys, Don't you say, hey, guys. say, hey everyone, or hey team. <laughs> no. Now, this is a long video. We only have two clips of it. Uh, trying to spare uh, you some uh, uh, some of the tragedy. But uh, we're done. We are, we're, it's over. Like, it is now just... This is what you're worried about in the U.S. Right. Navy. Now I think we can understand what why... If, what if the Russians are going through this? Oh, no. Hi, this... my name is uh, uh, Olga. Yeah. And my pronouns are she, her. So... Oh, uh, really? Okay. Whenever one of these All embarrassing right. military videos gets released, <laughs> there's always this meme that goes around, and it's Vladimir on the phone with mm -hmm. uh, Xi. He's like, yo, you seeing this? Yeah. <laughs> No kidding! No. They have to be just laughing in our face. Yep. They've proven themselves uh, to be not the military power we thought they were. So, but we're proving yeah, ourselves to be out of our stinking minds. Did that make you throw up a little bit in your mouth? Yeah. Okay. It really did. So the next clip after the break, mm -hmm. it's you might want to get a garbage can ready. Could it be full fledged vomiting? Mm hmm. Projectile vomiting next. Pat Gray Unleashed. I got some tweets here. The pickled squirrel tweets. I'll confess that I'm rather forgetful. However, I'm not in possession of, insert Pat Unleashed shriek, the nuclear codes! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Being forgetful is one thing. Being forgetful and the president of the United States is uh, something else altogether. Bad. Rowdy introvert, maybe maybe since the administration aides have to jump in constantly to fix the things Biden screws up, they really do have a hard time keeping up with him <laughs> and all of his screw-ups. Okay, that's a good point. Uh, Wayne007, so are there hallways and stairwells between Keith's room and Pat's? No. Man, we can't find That's a tragedy. Yeah, it is. It's Man. Sad. really is. You kind of got to go outside, mm -hmm. take a right, go around mm -hmm. the block, and then there's right. like a little forest over here, and I get lost every time, so mm -hmm. I, I don't guess there is actual Can't way. find each other while we... Uh, even living in the same building. Weird. Can't, can't do it, Weird. so... Mm. Dang it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? All right, we got to get back to the naval training video. Oh, no. Uh, Johnny... And Conchi? Yeah. I, it's, uh, I forget their pronouns because I don't give a rat's anus. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, but I think, I think we're going to hear uh, some more about pronouns. <laughs> Maybe they'll even tell us what they are again. Uh -huh. What is a pronoun? <laughs> All right. Let's see. What would I do if I want to know someone's gender identity <laughs> or pronouns? The most important thing In is the Navy. Mm -hmm. Do not pressure anybody yeah, into pressure giving me. you their pronouns. Yeah. Some people may be going through the process Give me your of discovery pronouns! And not ready yet Some people going through the process of discovery. So I should okay. just lead with what my pronouns this, an and they bit? may follow or not. And uh, if they don't, then I can just continue to use gender neutral language. Yeah, pause yeah, it for exactly. a second. Just All right. <laughs> a 
This is the U.S. Navy. Help us. Okay? You're supposed to be uh, killing people and breaking things. <laughs> That's what you do in the U.S. Navy. Well, and we got rescue operations and things. Sure. But mainly, you kill people and break things. You're a war machine. Really? We're going to spend this amount of time with training people about pronouns? Yeah, and, and never mind the fact that... Uh, and the production yeah, value yes, on this. Yes, Who did this? Don't we have anybody better than this? When I was in high school, we Come were making on. videos better oh, and more way professionally better than this. looking than this. Come on. Come on! You can take a cell phone and make a better video than this. And is Johnny and Conchi the best you got? Right. And they're, don't pressure. If they are, uh, they're terrible. Ugh. Okay, you might want to, I don't know, dig into the acting pool in the Navy a little bit deeper. Do you think maybe we're seeing some of the reason uh, that some of these commanding officers were... Yes, I do think we are. I th- Yes. Do you think that there are higher-ups in the Navy that are watching this garbage being produced and are saying, uh, no, I'm not showing this to the men and women. I'm, I'm not showing this to the troops. I, no, I'm not doing it. Every, okay, well, you're gone then. Every minute that our sailors and our soldiers, that everyone in the military is forced to sit there and watch this Marxist destructive garbage mm-hmm. is less time that they have to be ready and mm-hmm. trained to defend this nation. Yeah, their actual job. So, Ugh. all right, let's see the rest of this. Yes, exactly. Just to share something with you that happened uh, the other day at a oh. cookout I was at. You were at a cookout. We were uh, mm-hmm. talking about pronouns, and Pause somebody... It. You were talking about pronouns at a cookout? That's a fun place to hang wow. out. Wow, I want to party with you, yeah. Putin. I really do. And was there meat on that grill, <laughs> Conchi? If no, so, no, that, there's not meat on because that. Because if there is, no. then that's the new topic. Not right. the pro, we can do the pronouns mm-hmm. later. Let's talk about this mm-hmm. animal you're cooking up here. I don't like that. Right. Help. All right. Happened uh, the other day Did at a I was at. So we natural, were, mm-hmm. uh, talking organic. About pronouns, and somebody <laughs> was disagreeing with was disagreeing how different people. Um, see themselves as different pronouns and what uh-huh. is happening the argument was if you look like a female you, okay then it's she her because that's what's normal it seems legit and if you make me call you something else then you're infringing on my rights huh. and i mm-hmm. i was really taken aback by the comment and i really <laughs> wasn't sure really take it aback and the only thing i could really think quickly to say was was it's not about you uh, at all at all and it's not about you it's mostly and ultimately about respect it is about respect. That's oh, an important me, point to make. And I think you did the right thing. <laughs> I think it's important to keep it short Do you think she did the right thing, simple. Keith? Hell no. What I okay. would have said Stupidest to damn thing I've ever seen help in my them life. understand better <laughs> is to talk about mispronouncing names. Oh, right. no. Okay. My Listen. name is Johnny. Johnny. Spelled right. J-O-N-Y. Oh, Johnny. Oh, and no H. Normal no two for N's. someone to pronounce my name like Joni. But yeah. if I were to tell oh, you wow. probably because over you're a again, my name is Johnny. Oh mm-hmm. and you insist on mispronouncing my name, oh, yeah, right. now I, I would feel disrespected by you. Oh Some no. Some names I don't are want that. well now I want to, to pronounce Joni. But do you know what is very easy to pronounce? What's up Joni? She he they I want to die right now. She, I just I want to die. He they Nave speaks Nav Navy I don't know. But it's the Navy. <laughs> the the navy speaks that's great good times wow. right good, good times. times good times we are a healthy nation 
<sighs> Joni! The Iranians are shaking in their boots right now, thinking, wow, we don't want to run up against those guys in the Persian Gulf. Oh, <laughs> man, not when they've got she, he, they pronouns. When you see... <laughs> what if we use a wrong pronoun uh-huh. when addressing somebody on a naval destroyer from the U.S.? Uh, then get, they'll get really pissed, and they'll tell us we're disrespecting them. And then we'll be shamed. That's what the that's what the Iranians are thinking what right now. What do you now. say to this? We are in. So I say much we're trouble. done. We are in. So if much we don't trouble. stop this crap, we're done. But this is the. Whenever you see something from the administration like this, this is why it was <laughs> win the election at all cost because yeah, right. we have right. to force this stuff down the throat of the American people. This kind of stuff. This mm-hmm. is why it was so important to them to uh, to make sure they won the election. And <laughs> just mm-hmm. every day, every day is one more absurdity on top of this pile yeah. that it just, how do you survive this? This uh, is our protection. You don't survive this. That's why it's imperative for Republicans to regain control in, the con- in Congress and then win the presidency in 2024 and try to undo some of the damage that has been done here because it's extensive. The damage done to our economy has put us on the brink of catastrophe. Oh, yeah. We're on the brink. We're on the precipice right now of catastrophe. You think things are bad now? I mean, one little push to this economy and we're going over the edge. And it's going to be unlike anything we've ever experienced in our lifetimes. Mm -hmm. It's going to be like the 30s again, where you can't get food, where you can't get goods and services, where it's just not available. Sorry, we don't have that. And we're already experiencing a lot of that stuff with the baby formula shortage, tampon shortage. Uh, I mean, sometimes uh, when you pull up to a gas station... All the pumps are empty. It's got that plastic over the mm-hmm. over the nozzle. Yeah, we don't have any gas. What? Yeah, well, to your point. Is this the United States of America? Right. To your point on the fuel availability mm-hmm. and to the how close we are to being <laughs> on the brink of total collapse uh, as a nation. And I'm not trying to be dramatic. It's this trucker's video posted yesterday of this diesel shortage along the East Coast. And he will explain to us mm. what's happening at these gas stations right around in his 360 degrees. And I looked it up. What he's talking about is DEF, okay? And it's the blue diesel exhaust fluid that every diesel sold in the U.S. after 2010. Guess why? For the environment. Yeah. That to cut emissions, they have to have this... Well, where do where do you get that uh, that uh, DEF predominantly? You get it from Russia and China, two places that hmm. aren't sending it right now. Why? Why are they oh, mad at us? My gosh! And what this guy wow. illustrates the frustration of truckers. And this is, I mean, God bless you guys. I have no idea how you're doing this from the fuel cost when you can find it to when you can't even find it. And and by the mm-hmm. way, um, the the uh, the thing I was reading said that. You can run a diesel engine that requires DEF, um, but you can't get it to crank. Like if, if, if 
like your truck, if it's made after 2010, it won't even crank if there's nothing in there. But this frustration right here is is uh, every man. Watch this. Going to the overpass since yesterday. Gloves over there, out of fuel. Pilot over here, out of fuel. All these trucks here waiting. Nobody can get fuel. This guy's out of fuel. These guys are lucky. They got some fuel. Luckily, I got a hold of a hand out here that's going to sell me 50 gallons of red just so I can get the truck back and park the Everywhere I went, these two major truck stops, mom and pops down there, everywhere you call, slap empty. So I'm lucky. I don't run DEF, but they don't have any diesel exhaust fluid. They don't even have engine oil in here. It's going to get a lot worse. Mm. Y'all better be prepared. Yeah, and then uh, what happens to all the goods that they're delivering? They're not going to be at the store. There's going to be empty shelves. That's what happens. The truckers deliver goods to the places we buy them. So if they're not delivering them to the places we buy them, uh, you're not going to be able to get them. You warned us early on in the show that it was going to be a heavy day. Yeah, it is. Uh, and uh, I think you're you're sensing some of that right now? I sure am. Maybe? Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, if you got pain in your joints, <laughs> something got, you could do for that. I got a government's a pain in my backside. <laughs> I know. Omega XL may not help with that, but it will help with the uh, inflammation in your joints. Inflammation causes pain. And, uh, you know, our bodies produce these SPMs that keep your joints healthy. But as you age, you don't produce enough of them. Well, Omega XL can restore your SPMs, rejuvenate the joints and your muscles so that you can move like when you were young again without the pain and wake up in the morning and and be able to get out of bed without aching. Uh, It can happen for you. It certainly did for me with with the joint pain I had in my elbow. After about two weeks, the pain was completely gone and has not been back since. Omega XL, it's it's great. Plus, it's not a drug that you're going to become addicted to. It's all natural. So go to OmegaXL.com slash Pat. When you buy your first bottle, they'll throw in a second for free. OmegaXL.com slash Pat. You buy one, you get one free. Or call 800-844-4888. Pat Gray returns. And you got the war situation, too. Um, I was reading an article today of, do we know we're not already at war in Ukraine? Mm, yeah. When you think about it and all the uh, money and aid we're sending to them, all the weaponry, we're pretty deeply into it, aren't we? We sure are. Yeah. And we have a way as a nation of all of a sudden, you know, you, you've been told, no, we're not going in. Uh, there will not be troops on the ground. Please. we No boots on the ground at all. We're told that over and over and over again and in Vietnam. And look what happened there. Uh, we were enmeshed in that thing for, what was it, 13 years? So, and that started with just aid. That started with advisors. And then pretty soon... We're up to our necks in it. Yeah. And what have we sent? About fifty billion now so far? Right around there. Yeah, fifty about, to sixty billion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's probably north of fifty billion at this mm-hmm. point. Um, to a government that just outlawed the opposition party yesterday. So that sounds good and healthy. 
uh, to the government uh, hmm. of Ukraine that just hmm. sees control of industries. Mm-hmm. Sounds like we're um, doing a good job over there. Well, there's a war, Keith. Mm-hmm. Uh, extraordinary times call for extraordinary measures. I see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, apparently, Ukraine's planning to tour an exhibition of destroyed Russian military vehicles across Europe, too. That sounds exciting. Uh, they're going to... They're going to pack up uh, some Russian tanks that they blew up and put them on the backs of trucks mm. and then uh, drive them through uh, Warsaw. And then they're going to move on to Berlin, Paris, Madrid, and Lisbon. How much does that gas cost? I don't know. What in the world? I don't know. It's a tour of Europe. Yeah, it's weird. It's a propaganda tour, isn't it? Yes. Look at what we're doing. Yes, it Give is. Give us money. Yep. And your money has helped us destroy 1,477 tanks. Wow. 1,477 tanks and 3,588 armored vehicles since the invasion began. Now, Russia claims they have destroyed 3,696 Ukrainian tanks. I don't believe they even have that many. There's no way. We destroyed five times as many tanks as Ukraine (laughs) even has. (laughs) Jeez. So, uh, that's another issue. And, yeah, this is a questionable government over there oh yeah and we used to know that and then all of a sudden they got invaded by russia so now they're the greatest people the greatest government on earth he's a hero he's wonderful he's the savior no no Mm -hmm. can we keep a bit of perspective ever i tell you one day wow when it is revealed how big of a money laundering scheme this is Between right. Joe Biden and yeah. Vladimir Zelensky, I'm gonna pour one out for our tax dollars. My gosh! Mm. I, oh, the, oh! Here's a cool story though. Um, I like how the Ukrainian farmers. Um, so I guess the uh, the Russians um, they banned I don't know cherries or being I don't know whatever you can't sell. Ch- I don't know. So the Russians <laughs> show up to get cherries from mm-hmm. these farmers, and the farmers are like, yeah, here's a gift we prepared for you. Oh, thank you. We love you, Russian invaders. And so they they poisoned the cherries. Oh, wow. Gave them to the Russian soldiers who got very, very ill. I don't know that any died, but, uh, I mean, that's how you fight a war. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, with, yeah. with poisoned cherries. So war is hell, boys. And that's one thing I will say for the Ukraine. They got a lot of fight in them. Mm-hmm. They are not taking this land down. They are really, really resisting far better than I ever imagined they could. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's kind of inspiring in that way. Yeah. But again, let's keep perspective. This is not a perfect government and a perfect leader oh, and no. a perfect nation. They got some issues and they've been corrupt for a long time. Uh-huh. Oh, a by, long time. By the way, the uh, civil asset forfeiture that we invoked uh, in a foreign country by taking all those yachts. Yeah. Yeah. We had a, an American official admit privately that. Man, that's costing us a lot of money to yeah for the to, main maintenance yeah to keep these things up. <laughs> yeah. This is the dumbest uh, government dumb. ever. Pretty much. Pat Gray returns. Welcome to it. Got some tweets here to start out. Uh, the Steve Forty Two tweets coming summer twenty twenty four. Top Gun. Pronouns. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, yes, it's here. Wes Usury, this is a Navy training video, and 
since ships have female names, <laughs> have we possibly been misgendering them? Mm. Or they, she, he, her, how do we tell? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think if they have a dinghy hanging off the side of it, you know it's a dude boat. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, look for that. Okay. Uh, Ron St. Clair, don't pressure anyone into giving you their pronouns. How about not pressuring the whole world into being obsessed with yours? Amen. Excellent point. Mark Moderman tweets, person on a sinking ship, Navy, naval personnel. I need to know your pronouns first so that you don't sue me before I can continue this rescue. <laughs> yep. uh, Arkansas Pathead tweets, uh, Russia destroying that many tanks? Yeah, it was 3,696. 3, That's like Biden getting that many votes. <laughs> 81 million. It is like that. That's uh-huh. it's very true. Uh-huh. Uh, also... <clears throat> Are we just content to allow Brittany Griner to rot in a Russian prison for the rest of her life? Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> She's facing up to 10 years, I believe, for hashish oil in her luggage. It was hashish oil. <laughs> Four months. Four months she's been behind bars. Crazy. That's nuts. About- it's nuts. We should have demanded that they send her home the day it happened. Apparently, uh, Griner tried to call her wife 11 times on their anniversary. 11 times. And it wasn't the Russians that stopped it. The U.S. government failed to connect the call. Oh, come failed on. Failed to get... What? <laughs> what, do we got a switchboard operator? What is this, 1873? <laughs> what? <laughs> what <do> we... <laughs> uh, let me connect your call here just uh, to Charlotte 80577. <laughs> Sarah, can you uh, connect me with Mount Pilot? <laughs> Brittany Griner's over there. Uh, what is... Get me Aunt B on the phone, would you? I want to find out what kind of pie we're having for dinner tonight. <laughs> I mean, that's pathetic. They can't. Do, they literally cannot do anything right, this government. No, they cannot. No, that's very true. So Saturday was their fourth anniversary of uh, Brittany and... Sherelle Griner's marriage. The two have not spoken in four months because oh. Brittany's in prison on the cannabis charge. <sighs> cannabis charge. I mean, we don't, that's not even a, that's not even a thing anymore. <laughs> Is it? It's like, if you go, if you go to downtown Seattle, you're going to see a whole bunch of people smoking pot <laughs> right there out in the open because uh-huh. it's legal uh-huh. and they can. In Russia, is it still that big a deal? Really? Uh, Sherelle Greiner told the AP on Monday that their Saturday phone call had been planned, uh, but she learned that Brittany attempted to call her almost a dozen times. Only no one from the U.S. Embassy in Moscow was staffed to patch it through. You're all... It was a... It was a patch through. I... I'm sorry. We don't have uh, staff on the weekends. God. You know, next time, get married on a weekday. I was distraught, I was hurt, I was done, oh, fed up. I bet. She told the Associated Press of how she felt on her anniversary. I'm pretty sure I texted BG's agent and was like, I don't want to talk to anybody. It's going to take me a minute to get my emotions together and just tell everybody, anybody available, I'm unavailable right mm-hmm. now because it just knocked me out. I wasn't well, I'm still not well. Well, and it, none of us should be because this is an American citizen. And I, I don't care, don't tell me that, you know, she knelt during the national anthem whatever Mm -hmm. this was our chance to show her what a great nation this is yeah 
This is our chance to prove it and say, send her back now. Yeah. And then send her back. This right here, I bet that window is closed. Now she's probably back to hating America and lost all mm-hmm. faith in it. Uh, just, well, I'd be a little beside myself. Yeah. Four yeah. months in a Russian prison. They have probably looked forward to Saturday for however long. I, I have no idea. Yeah. But you know what? We'll, yeah, let, we'll let you talk to her uh, on your anniversary. And then they probably had this circled for weeks. You know they did. And the ones who you know dropped the ball, our government. Yeah. They uh, couldn't patch her through. I guarantee <laughs> you there was just nobody at the embassy. Unbelievable. On the weekends. Really like, sorry, I'm at the beach, y'all. Not my problem. Uh, mm. I mean, this we don't need to lose sight. Yes, this is a stupid move by our government. But to your original point, the fact that Russia has detained her over this? Yeah, so I mean, stupid. If this is a bargaining chip, then... Acidine. What do you want? What was some? What was a, a guy we were talking about trading? Some yeah. arms guy or whatever? Yeah. Whatever. If that's what... Just do it and get it over with. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Who cares? I mean, unless they can, committed some kind of heinous act against the United States, just swap them. <sighs> I don't know. It's, just, it's unbelievable to me. And again, I'll say it again. Is this a sexual discrimination, a mm. gender discrimination thing? Because if this is LeBron James, mm. he's back home the next day. There is no way the United States and the NBA, don't kid yourself, they've got some pull too. The United States of America and the NBA would make sure LeBron James was on a flight back home the the very next day. Yeah, the way they've been silent on this and hardly any peep out of this. It's weird. It makes you feel like the it's Biden weird. administration, maybe they're just homophobic, Pat. Because it you do- know that doesn't it, though? if this were Donald Trump completely ignoring Brittany Griner, which, by yeah. the way, I contend she wouldn't have been taken into no, custody in the have. first place if That's Donald right. Trump were the president. That's but right. if the roles were reversed, they would be saying, wow, what is it? You just have no respect for gay mm-hmm. Americans? Americans, what's going on here? And it would be a big story if he were president. Right. And instead, we're barely hearing about it. Mm. I just... Well, it's, it's amazing. It hurts, man. It is just... It does. It's just one thing after another with this government. And you would think, okay, this is a... This is a special group, right? She's in the LGBTQI plus category. They have, you know, special rights. Uh, We have special attention for them. We've got months of the year that are taken out to celebrate them. Yeah, I was about to say, you got about nine days left to get her home during Pride Month. Let's go. Right. How about you get off your dead butt and get her back home again? It's insane. And how do you, wait a minute, how do you not have someone that's very important, not just some intern or some low-level staffer manning the embassy there, Mm -hmm. the Russian embassy, you should have someone there around the clock Mm -hmm. while this is happening. Absolutely. This is an international incident, and you better get this resolved, and I want somebody running this joint around the clock until she's back on American soil. Insanity. And from what I understand, she goes over there. I think she goes to Russia every year. Because she supplements her income, which is not that huge in the WNBA. They don't make that kind of money, the kind of money that the NBA makes. So she goes to Russia to make extra money. I mean, I I think this is something that she does every year. And then the Russians treat her like this? It's unbelievable. It's really crazy.
and it's inexcusable. And Biden should put his foot down and say, send her back now. And he should have done that a long time ago. And you know what he could have done? Let's just say that he was totally going to fund, which he was, the Ukrainian effort against Russia. Mm -hmm. Why not at least just say, look, if you don't send back the American right now, then we're just going to arm Ukraine to the teeth. I don't know, something. I'm just something spitballing here. Mm-hmm. I'm just angry about this, dude. I, oh, I am too. I have been for 100 days or whatever it is now. It might be 110 days now. It's like almost four months. All right. Uh, the parents of the victims of the Robb Elementary School shooting and other members of the community have now called for the resignation of school district police chief Pete Arandondo at an emotional meeting of the Uvalde, Texas school board uh, last night. The board's monthly meeting came nearly a month after the attack that took the lives of 19 students and two teachers. Having Pete still employed, knowing he is incapable of decision-making that saves lives is terrifying, according to Brett Cross, uncle of a student who died in the shooting. Innocence doesn't hide. Innocence doesn't change its story. But innocence did die on May 24th. Scores of law enforcement officers responded to the shooting on May 24th, uh, with 19 of them waiting 77 minutes in the hallway outside the classroom containing the gunman. It's just inconceivable. It's inconceivable to me. They didn't even try to open the door. They didn't touch the door. They're standing there with the ballistic shields... With the kinds of things they need to get into the room and take the guy out. They had rifles. They had guns. They had ballistic shields. There were 19 of them. There were one of him. And they do nothing for 77 minutes. Yeah, we've got a video. Um, It was a pretty long (sighs) report, I think, on San Antonio News last night. And we have just about 30 seconds of it. And it will make your blood boil. Mm. There were several with assault rifles and and other uh, weapons as well. And then on the bottom of your screen, sort of to the right there, you can see one officer does have a ballistic shield. Again, this was about 19 minutes. Looking at the timeline, this was about 19 minutes from the time that the gunman entered the school at 1133 in Mm. the morning. But again, Quida and Brian, about 58 minutes passed. From the moment this screen grab was taken to the time that officials ultimately and law enforcement ultimately made entry into that classroom. Just it doesn't make any sense. No. And we know I don't understand. We know based on phone calls that there were kids still alive that ended up dying between that still shot we just saw and the mm. resolution of this uh, event, or I should say just end of it. Uh, it just uh, mm. told you, man, dark day. And all those parents that begged and pleaded with them, let me in then. If you're not going in, right. let me go in. I will go in. How about you give me your shield? Give me the ballistic shield and a gun. I'll go in there right now and take the guy out. Yeah. It wasn't one of the excuses was uh, we, don't, we didn't have enough firepower. Well, the oh uh, evidence is clear that you did. Gosh. Because the picture we showed there's actually another one 
that I didn't send in that oh. that that multiple guys are armed to the teeth. I mean, like mm-hmm. you said, then they got the 19 guys in the cop. You see the the cop over there to the left? They're basically yeah. all armed like that in the picture that I saw. That looks like an it, AR-15. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I mean, this is not the job for you guys. I'm sorry. And somebody should have uh, Look, I'm not going to I'm here I am Monday morning quarterbacking a job that I have no expertise in whatsoever and I understand that. But just as an angry parent watching that, mm. how does not one of the 19 guys go up to I don't know. Aaron Dondo be like we got to go in now. And that's what it took to finally get someone in there. Mm-hmm. The other group that went in there and took care of oh, madness, man. Yeah, the elite border squad that came in and finally did it. And, you know, it's heartbreaking. How'd they enter the door? Uh, they got the key from a janitor. So they didn't even have to break it down, which I think they probably could have easily done. I mean, it's not like it's steel reinforced. Jeez. What a weird, weird sure is. situation. Sure. Is. Really strange. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it where they've had they had the opportunity to end this. And then the guy who saw him outside and didn't take the shot decided not to. No, I'm not going to shoot him. Yeah, I might I don't know, there might be somebody behind him or something. I might miss and hit somebody else. So then he goes in and then you just wait. <laughs> wow, so weird. Just really bizarre. And what was there did he not have uh I've heard conflicting reports. Either he didn't have a radio in there or it wasn't communicated to him. This is all going to come out, and I think starts today. Um, We're going to start getting more information about what was really happening there. But it's just, it's a tragedy. It sure is. Sure is. They're hiring a private law firm to argue that it doesn't have to release the school shooting public records. City of Uvalde and the police department are working with a private law firm to prevent the release of nearly any record related to the mass shooting. Now, if you do this, you're going to make it so much worse. So much worse. People are going to wonder, what are you trying to hide? Mm -hmm. What are you hiding from people? Not a good look, y'all. That's really really bad. You, You can't do this. The public records Uvalde is trying to suppress include body camera, footage, photos, 911 calls, emails, text messages, criminal records, and more. The city does not voluntarily release any information to a member of the public, according to the city's lawyer. Uh, Okay, Uh, you know, if you want to do that, that's fine. It's going to make it so much worse. You're going to have conspiracy theories pop up. You're going to have people... Making up all kinds of reasons why you would hide all of this information, and it's not going—it's not going to be good. Uh, just highly recommend against that. All right, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Uh, selling a home in this environment, man, it was so hot for the sellers for a while. It was a seller's market, but some of us waited a little bit too long. And now it's uh, turning around a little bit. Uh, in fact, quite a bit. And then you got the interest rates creeping up. You need a realtor who can get you through this process and see it through to the end with you until you sell your home and get the most money that you possibly can, sell it in the shortest amount of time, or if you're buying, you get the most home for your money. 
Real Estate Agents I Trust. This is Glenn's company. He started it because he had a really bad experience in Connecticut trying to sell his home and wound up losing a lot of money on it. You don't want that to happen to you. So you need a realtor who can give you really good advice on what to do and how to get your home ready for sale and all of those things. Real Estate Agents I Trust, the name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Gray Unleashed. Comrade Snoobage tweets, When I was an officer, a lot of guys got into law enforcement because they think they're going to be Rambo and take down bad guys and be a hero. Guess those guys don't exist anymore. Uh, not in Uvalde, apparently. Uh, we have uh, Vern Lundquist tweeting, Sorry, I do not care about Brittany Griner's well-being. People are still locked up here for 1-6 nonsense. Yeah, that's a good point. Except for the fact that you could care about both. Sure thing. You know, they're all Americans. Yes. And so that's uh, that's kind of where I am. Yeah. I, I care about the 1-6 people very much. Say they're Americans but facing Brittany as well. injustice. Mm-hmm. And that's not good with me. No, and not, I mean, a year and a half almost now for those locked up for 1-6? Bullcrap? Uh, how about a speedy trial situation there? Uh, how long are you going to keep them locked up? <sighs> By the way, Nick Searcy will update us on those uh, 1-6 individuals on Thursday. So we'll be talking to him around this time uh, or so on Thursday. Um, also, Israel <laughs> is about to hold their Fifth election in three years. It's been so long, man. It's about time, right? <laughs> yeah. It's been, I don't know, six months or a year since uh, Netanyahu was deposed. Uh, I don't know. Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett's office announced yesterday that his weakened coalition will be disbanded. So they're going to disband parliament and the country will head to new elections. Jeez, it's so weird. You know, we we mock their system of government, but mm-hmm. if if all it takes is for you to be unpopular or the party in power is unpopular, think of what would be happening over here right oh now. Oh my gosh, yes. So we, we might yeah, want to at least true. look in into it. Yes, we were we were ma- we were mocking them a while ago, but now that you look at this and what's going on, nah, it's not such a bad idea. Yeah, tell me about your uh, parliamentary <laughs> <Yeah>. system. <laughs> So wait, you can disband your entire parliament or Congress and then just start over again? I like that. (laughs) I kind of like it. And certainly get rid of the head of your government? Yes! Right, because Boris Johnson in Britain just had a a vote of confidence deal, right? His party did. Yeah, Uh, but he... He got by. He sure uh, did on that vote. But do you think Joe Biden would with a Democrat Congress? No, Joe Biden would not. No, he would not. Uh, and I think even Democrats would vote against him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and so he'd that's... be gone. And so would so would Kamala. So I I don't know what you do. You know what do you do then? You do another election. So that's what Israel's doing. They're fifth in three years, oh. and uh, Netanyahu's going to be back in the running. Mm. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. It is. <laughs> Jeez, it's a weird system. I don't understand it. I really don't get it. The parliamentary system. Now, I don't think Britain 
disbands their entire parliament, do they, when they do this? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I think it's usually just a prime minister vote. Yeah. And they all have this, but they all have this no confidence thing. Mm-hmm. Wait, so because you don't have confidence in him anymore, he's got to leave? Look, I'm willing to try anything <laughs> until we get things corrected in D.C. <laughs> I know, that's true. So. <laughs> yep. It, it deserves a second look. <laughs> a good, hard second look. Meanwhile, a dozen elementary school children in Alaska's capital accidentally <laughs> drank floor sealant instead of milk. My goodness. Sending one of them to the hospital, oh, according God. to the Juno Empire. Uh, the sealant appears to have been loaded by mistake into a dispenser for milk. <laughs> I don't, How does that happen? I don't know, man. Hey, you know what? I think I'm going to put this uh, sealant in the in the uh, milk dispenser. Okay. I mean, what could, possibly, light, yeah. what could possibly go wrong? Just turn I, off the light when you leave. I can't find a sealant container, so I'm going to put it in the milk container, okay? And I don't, I don't think anything could possibly go. And then I'm going to put it right next to the milk, and nothing will go wrong, right? <laughs> After breakfast, students who were enrolled in a summer program complained of the milk tasting bad. No, drink huh. your milk. Yeah. Drink it. Shut up, you little brats. Yeah. And burning their mouth and throat. Oh. oh. Really bad. Oh. Two adults also consumed the chemical. Oh, hmm. God. Uh, wow. Yeah. So, guess what? The uh, the containers look the same. That They keep the milk in mm-hmm. and the sealant. Mm-hmm. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's and, so stupid. And if that's not bad enough, Pat, mm-hmm. then the school decides that they're going to store them right next to each other. Right. What is yeah. The, yeah. What world are we in? The mix-up may have occurred due to the fact that the pouches for both the sealant, milky white in appearance, yeah. and cow's milk were being stored in the same area. What I've got here is a high-tech tool. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. that they sell these in Alaska. No, they they're, don't. They're it's called a too sh- far north. Yeah, okay, I'll shoot. They don't work when you get it's that far sharpie north. Sharpie black marker. Mm-hmm. Where you could write milk. You could write you could write and milk. And you could write floor sealant. You could write on one of them. Just if you're lazy, you could just write the letter M <laughs> and S. The M would be for milk, uh, Alaska. Right. I'm just telling you Alaska. Okay. Write this down. The uh-huh. S would mean sealant. And Too that complicated. Way, would, I don't get it. I don't understand it, Keith. I can't. No, the can't S could, for sealant. No, you would just explain to the employees you if you see an S that doesn't go in the milk machine. Huh? No, I'll, I'll explain it during the break. I'm not getting it. I'm, I'm glad these kids are okay, through. man. Yeah, Good no kidding. Grief. Jeez. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed, and he's on the blades. Uh, hey. You know what else is returned is the uh, salted caramel cookie at uh, Kexi Cookies. Oh, it's my favorite. It's so good. So incredibly good. Uh, Kexi Cookies, the greatest, the best cookies ever on the face of this planet. It's hmm. a bold statement right there. Yeah, it's true, though. It's, it's a true and bold statement. Go to Kexi.com if you want to try it out for yourself. There are They are really, really good. Kexi Cookies, of course, the official cookie. Of at the Mike Show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got Matt and, Kibbe coming up this week. Really? Yeah. That conversation. Was he Thursday. here or did you yeah. do him? Yeah, he oh. was here, and okay. uh, I didn't realize he was into music as much as he is. Hmm. Good conversation. Okay. Libertarian juggernaut Matt Kibbe. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Squatching Duck tweets. Uh, hopefully, Joe will put 
the foot down, he managed to get out of the toe clip in order to get Brittany out of Russia. Oh. From agonizing 89, Joe Biden can't put his foot down. He's likely to fall. Uh, from President, my boss, KJP, where are you on the Brittany Griner issue? Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Fellow LGBTQIA plus woman of color, you need to talk to your boss. That's for sure. J Corby 821. Uh, does it doesn't matter if she comes back or not. She will become radicalized. This administration is the worst. Mm. And it's possible. I mean, if she starts to think that she's being ignored, that she's not getting help from her own country. Yeah, I, I could see that happening. Uh, speaking of this administration, the vice president of the United States of America was at uh, a school the other day talking to kids about uh, Juneteenth. And here's some of what she had to say. I think that we all know today is a day to celebrate the principle of freedom. Okay. Mm-hmm. And to think about it in terms of the context of history, uh-huh. knowing that black people in America were not free for 400 years of slavery. Um, no, uh, that's not true. Uh, they were not free for 246 years of slavery in this country. 246 years. 400 years, you might be thinking of, um, I don't know, the Israelites in Egypt or, I don't know, British slaves certainly could have been going on for more than 400 years, I believe, but not in America. 246 years. And most of that time, by the way, we were not America. We were a British colony and it was thrust upon us. Yeah, we're responsible for what, 89 years? Something like that, maybe a little less. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so from. Let's. Uh, I guess you really have to start at the Constitution. So 1791, okay, when it was ratified, until 1865. How long is that? 65, 94. 74 years. Okay, good. That's pretty good math, Keith. Thank you. For a guy who's not good at math. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't ask for any other math today, though. But, I'm all used up. Okay. She had more. A but then bit. at the end of slavery, mm-hmm. right? Right. At the, at, when that when that declaration happened, uh-huh. when the proclamation, Emancipation Proclamation happened, yeah. then America had to really think about defining freedom. And by the way, uh, it did not. Slavery did not end with the Emancipation Proclamation. Actually, the Emancipation Proclamation happened in 1860. This woman doesn't even know the history of slavery. A black woman, vice president of the United States doesn't know american history god that pisses me off uh first of all she says 400 years is what slavery lasted in the united states no then she says the emancipation proclamation ended slavery again no it did not end in 1863 it ended in 1865 yeah and actually though didn't even end then, really. No, yeah. Choctaw Indians, I believe it was. It was one of the tribes. Jeez. Had it till 66 or so. Yeah. Well, in Texas, you know, they had to have the Union Army come into Galveston to let them know, hey, by the way, you're free now, mm-hmm. which is why we celebrate Juneteenth. And there were others. There was uh, Kentucky and Delaware. Wait, what state was that? Kentucky and Delaware. Never heard of it. That were the last two remaining slave states in the United <clears throat> States of America. And they kept it till December of 1865. So mm-hmm. learn the history, Kamala, please. If you're going to teach it to school kids, for the love of heaven, get it right. Jeez. 
Uh, a lot of people probably not even aware that Delaware was a slave state. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird, though? Got, one of them border states that one of them border the states. Yeah. Yeah. But you know how we can put all of this behind us and come together as Americans, right? How can we do that? Well, Representative Sheila Jackson Lee. Oh, she informed us. Okay, this is how we heal the wounds of the past. Pat, finally, oh, wow. we can do this. Good. This and is, if anybody knows, said, oh, yeah. Sheila Jackson. It is Lee. time for the commission <clears throat> to study slavery and develop reparation proposals. <laughs> So okay. that we can heal the land and heal the nation. We heal the land. Shut your mouth. Heal the I nation. expect mm. no. that there will be, as it is understood, no snatching from someone else. No one is going to knock on your door and snatch something that you have. <laughs> but the, the nation oh. will acknowledge we'll and acknowledge. be able to respond. Like we haven't, we haven't to acknowledged. To the challenge that. of, this is Boston. That we all should learn, we all should read, we all should have an equal opportunity education and health care. That's what we want. The nation to respond. God. The yeah, systemic we've done treatment. That. Yeah, we've done that. That has come, that has caused a divide. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, when are we going to have that conversation? Uh-huh. That's one of those deals. When are we finally going to have the conversation about race? When want? will we do it? Do you want an education? Like- mm-hmm. Blacks don't have educational opportunities. Oh, that's wrong. If that's the case, that is wrong. I'm with her. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They don't. Uh, they're. Are they not allowed to go to school in America? Because I think they are. Uh, hmm. So they have those those opportunities. And that's interesting because I'm reading right here. The U.S. Department of Education continues to allow the University of Cincinnati to discriminate against white and Asian males <clears throat> in its newly worded undergraduates pursuing research and science program. Huh. Hmm. Huh. You know, Harvard's doing that too. Discriminating, especially against Asians. They're trying to limit the number of Asians that are coming in now because too many Asians do too well in school and are accepted to Harvard at too great a uh, percentage, I guess. And so they're not, now they're trying to even that out. Well, if you're going on merit, go on merit. I mean, just. But they're not. They're not going to. So, hmm. Well, that's great. All right, but you know we gotta we gotta. Mm. No one's gonna snatch things from you. Not gonna no. knock on your door. And yeah, they don't like, have to do that. I don't know if she's aware of this. Yeah. They can just take the money out of your check, uh-huh. which is what they do. What's that a, called? It's uh, taxes. It's a, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And if you're gonna do reparations, uh, we've been down this road a million times. Who pays mm-hmm. and to whom? Who gets to pay? Do all Americans pay or just white Americans? Are they the only ones who pay? Uh, and how do you extract the money? You don't knock on their door, obviously. That'd be stupid. Uh, but you take it out of their checks mm-hmm. uh, through withholding. Yeah, threat of force. Right? Yeah, you don't pay, then we'll, then we'll knock on your door. And then you'd get this massive pool, and then who gets it? Do you have to be an actual slave, uh, an actual direct descendant mm-hmm. of slavery? Do you have to have come from Africa and... And Ben and your ancestors were held as slaves in the United States. Or does anybody from anywhere uh, who is black get the money? Hmm. Whether they were slaves or not in their past. What a mess. What a mess that would be. I'm sure what you just said there was really important. But whenever you say the phrase, who pays, Mm -hmm. then all I can hear is you playing a guitar and uh, mocking Chris Matthews. (laughs) 
What's that? Who pays your salary? Yeah, what's that? Mm-hmm. Who pay- you know, the most debt. This is the. Do you realize this is trivia? Share this with your friends. Pat Gray's <clears throat> "What's That? Who Pays" is the most downloaded <laughs> iTunes song of all time. Of all time, yeah. No one realizes this. Over fact. a trillion downloads. Over one trillion. No, yeah. I think it's up to two trillion. Actually, is it two you trillion? In a while. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> two trillion downloads. I'm just uh, fascinated. People love it. Yeah. Uh, you know. What's that? Salary. Right. What's, What's that? that? Who pays? What's that? Think about it. Think about it. So, if you would like to uh, avoid my uh, ADD moments mm-hmm. in the future, mm-hmm. maybe don't say phrases that you've <laughs> right. put to music in the past. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> and what white people pay? What if I, you know, my my ancestors were never involved in right. slavery. Ditto. Never they you know they got here in the I think eighteen sixties eighteen fifties or sixties uh they were in they were in, they lived in Pennsylvania yeah. they moved to Wisconsin and then Montana and so they were never involved in slavery I, all I hear is white privilege that's yeah. all I'm hearing over well, here yeah just obviously. denial you know obviously and I grew up in the South which obviously benefited from slave labor so I'm obviously guilty on some <laughs> level. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably well, you be are. paying yeah. that, and I'm white, and that's a double tax there. Right. <sighs> and by the way, uh, again, slavery ha- was ended some time ago, and n- nobody's really been enslaved in this country for a- an awfully long time. And really, do people who didn't commit it have to pay people who didn't endure it? Oh, but they did. They did endure it. Okay. Yeah, and you benefited. Yeah, and as I a white man in that's America, right. that's right. So that's how it goes. That's how it goes. That's how the discussion goes every single time. Mm-hmm. What a divisive issue that is. Jeez. And that's all they have. That's that's literally all the left has are ways to destroy us. Yeah, ways to and divide. divide us. Yes, and it's- and cause this rift uh, between. Right and left, black and white, whatever they could do to divide us, that's what they do. Rich and poor. Yes. Oh my gosh. Goes on and on and on. Yeah. The upper, the one percent. Does that sound familiar? Man, they they find so many ways to drive a wedge between us. It's really, uh, really destructive. <sighs> Uh, we also have, speaking of destructive... <laughs> I was going to say, by the way, uh, I don't know how accurate this is, but I'm seeing that the Supreme Court decision could come today, but I think we've been saying that for a while there, but I, I just... Yeah, it could, but they'll probably yeah. save it for the end. Is I, it, it's not the end? or I, I mean, they've got, I think, 18 left or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So it, there's a lot of decisions on okay. guns, on... Uh, Abortion. I knew there were several, but I didn't realize there were that many. Yeah, there's quite a few so left. Could be a while. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they might. I mean, it's possible. But we again, yes, we keep saying that. Uh, if you want to see the face of evil, uh, here's a woman talking about getting pregnant just so she can have. Mm. And abortion. Y'all, these dumbasses were making a live on TikTok and they were explaining about how, oh, pro-life is good, abortions are bad, da-da-da-da, all this and that. And I had to pop in, give my two cents. And they were like, you know, like, they're babies. It's a human. Humans have rights and you're going to kill it? That's a murder. And I'm like, listen, bitch, I would get pregnant mm. just to abort it. You can't argue with me, okay? I'm psycho. I would kill it. I would push myself down the you are stairs. Psycho. I would jump out of a plane to kill that baby. I do not mm. want to give birth. Wow. 
Okay, well, that's that's great. Well, at least she knows Ugh. who she is. You know, Psycho. thank goodness for uh, TikTok so yeah. that we can get these psychos on and we get to uh, hear their thoughts. And you don't always have to give your two cents. No, you don't. Kind of like can, what Jeffy says. You, you can know? keep that. You can keep that to yourself if you want. They put a microphone in front of your face. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to show us what a douchebag you are. You don't have to. Boy, that's evil. Oh my gosh. Mm. It's been so a fun, much of that too. Fun day, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a fun day. And <laughs> how many how many people like this have we seen lately? They just come out of the woodwork with this kind of stuff. That you know they it's the. It's the Sell your abortion or be proud of your abortion thing. Celebrate your abortion. Mm-hmm. Those kind of people. And you, you've said it wow. so many times. It's just a culture of death. It's a death cult. Mm-hmm. It is. And they love having people like this on board. It furthers their agenda. Which, just stop and think <clears throat> of how rabid these people are. They just showed how protesters, not knowing if today is the day for the Supreme Court ruling on abortion... Protesters from the far left are already gathered out front of the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. They are. This is their issue that they're more rabid about than anything. Yeah, I, killing yes. living human beings. Mm-hmm. They're not out there for the trees as much as you know. This is what is so fascinating. If they're gonna be this serious about an issue, I just cannot wrap my brain around the fact that it's abortion. I, I just I can't. It's bizarre. Yeah, it is bizarre. Uh, also, just to show the culture of death that we exist in right now and how little life means to people, that this story of, of a doctor euthanizing a woman with dementia as her family held her down when she resisted. Oh. This is from uh, LifeSite News. And uh, they write, I've written before about Marinu Arens, the Dutch doctor who euthanized a woman with dementia struggling to stay alive. Readers may recall the doctor first drugged her patient's coffee, and then when the woman awakened and fought against being killed, had the family hold the patient down while administering the lethal injection. That's just murder. You just murdered somebody. Not only was she exonerated, She was even praised by the judge. Again, it's a culture of death. Aaron's has just given an interview about the case. I wouldn't have thought it possible, but her wrongdoing is now even more apparent. The patient had said, while competent, that she would want euthanasia after becoming incompetent, but wanted to be the one to say when she never did. But she she wasn't just silent on the question. The patient affirmatively told Aaron's that she did not want to be euthanized. Not once, not twice, but three times. From the Dutch news story, the doctor told the judge, I believed that her suffering was truly awful, and I knew that it could last for a long time. If you asked her, what would you think if I were to help you to die? She looked bewildered and said, that's going a bit far. I saw in her eyes that she didn't understand it anymore. You saw that in her eyes? She verbally told you. That's going too far. No, don't kill me. Yeah, I don't want want to die. But yeah, but I saw in her eyes that she didn't understand. Jeez. Although it's not required by the letter of the law, a doctor's organization 
had considered it good practice to confirm that a dementia patient still wants euthanasia before the moment of death, even after all other strict requirements have been fulfilled. Concerns have been growing about what to do if someone was no longer mentally competent to make this decision. And the public prosecution said it brought a case against Aaron's to get more legal clarity. It is good to get the confirmation to do it. Just do it, acknowledged Aaron's, who said she had asked the patient three times and had a negative reply. But I couldn't get this confirmation, and without it, I had to take this step. What is... It's tremendously difficult, but for the best, I believed I was working within the boundaries of the law. And her family held her down while the doctor administered the lethal drugs that killed her. Yeah, then that's a bad law. That's an evil law. Sure is. And can we not err on the side of life ever? Is that not even a consideration? Not anymore, no. No, it's not. She we told don't you. don't care about it. I don't want to die. Three times. And then they admit that she fought back. Yeah. Physically. Yeah. I mean, this world, I... It's hard to believe. It's just, it's life. We don't value it anymore. We don't value it in the young, like in the womb. We don't value it when they're old. The rate of our descent is breathtaking. Sure is. Yeah. It's hard to believe. And obviously, things like that, like the euthanasia thing, that's gone way overboard in Europe. But we're headed that direction, too. And there are states where they'll do the same thing for you. I think Oregon is one of them. Oregon has laws where, yeah, they'll, you can go there and, and they'll put you to death. They'll, they'll kill you. Do assisted suicide. Just It's really... And it's I, horrific is what it is. I, I, and part of it, again, is our, our, our belief in God is just slipping away from us. Did we talk about the survey that they did? Yeah, uh, and over time on Friday, we discussed... Uh, 81%. Only 81% of Americans still believe in God. It used to be, well, at one point... Yeah, you, didn't you say in the... Uh, 98%. 98%. 98% in the 50s and 60s. Yeah, so a couple generations ago, 98%. <clears throat> today, 81 But the most dramatic stat of that was you had... Just in recent years, the drop-off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yes. That? The biggest drop-off has been since 2011. Because okay. in t- between 1944 and 2011, it was still more than 90% of Americans believed in God. So over the last 11 years, it's dropped nine more percentage points down to 81%. I wonder what that 11 that years from now number will be. Yeah. 2033. Much worse. Much worse. Look where we're headed. Oof. And then we wonder why we've got these problems. Huh. I wonder. Mm. Hmm. Boy, this is one of those news days. You know what? Yeah, it it's is. just the hits keep on coming. Yep, they do. Yeah. Okay. Stay away from me. Thank you. <laughs> American Mormon. Missionary, let me be. Sure where that came from, but I appreciate that, Rob. That kind of <laughs> broke things up a little bit. Yeah, didn't it though? <laughs> Add a little fun there. Sure did. Uh, let's spin the wheel for one. Oh, you want to uh, spin the one wheel? more oh, too? Oh, okay, a little freebie. What the heck? Yeah. Hang on. Let's uh, throw in another one for you on uh, Pat Gray Bingo. 
We have a list of one through five. Mm, so number one, leaving to sell facial cream. Okay. Number two would be reclaiming my time. Uh-huh. Number three, gadfly. Uh, number four, Biden. I've been dumb. And number five, kittens. Uh, cat can give birth to no, kittens. Quinell X time. That don't make them biscuits. All right, let's see. What kind the... of rooting for that? Big number five. Big number five. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Quinell. Quinell. Yes. A cat can give birth to kittens in an oven. That, that don't, don't make them biscuits. Okay. Can't argue with that. Because nobody knows what the hell it means. Although there was <laughs> speculation that that was a Malcolm X expression. Mm-hmm. And what he was saying was, supposedly, mm. and I don't know that this is fact, mm. but it makes sense, uh, that if an illegal alien comes to the United States and gives birth, <laughs> that doesn't make them an American. So America's the oven. Right. Yes. Wait. So a cat... Can give birth to a kitten in an oven, and then that don't make it biscuits, right? So we're biscuits because we're Americans, <laughs> and the illegals are the kittens. I guess it's a know. fun analogy. Yeah, isn't it though? I'd rather be a kitten though. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a biscuit. <laughs> so anyhow, so anyway, there you go. Uh, be sure yeah. you can get your Pat Gray bingo card uh, pinned to the top of Pat Unleashed mm. on Twitter. And what mm. happens when they get bingo, Pat? Uh, well, then you would want to call uh, 888-900-3393. And if you're the first one that does that and declares bingo, mm-hmm. you win $30 uh, worth of merchandise from patgrayshop.com. Ta-da. It's just that easy. Okay. All right. Now, on with the countdown. Oh, by the way, in uh, Pat Gray Overtime today, mm-hmm. um, there's going to be a correction. Um, I, I said something yesterday. That was untrue? That, that was completely inaccurate you bastard and uh hopefully we can lead with that mistake okay and you can clean up my mess we'll do just that (laughs) uh that's coming up on overtime and uh we'll see you again back here uh tomorrow for pack ray unleashed see you then will jeffy be here oh yeah he will you forget about jeffy that i think that breaks his heart (laughs) uh he'll be uh chewing the fat with us tomorrow (laughs) 